Hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. It's still just me and Ginger today. Um, Mark will be back soon. Actually, by the time you see this, he should be home. Uh, but not here to tape today. So, um, going back to the one-year Bible that we read through, I was looking at the uh, passage from just a few days ago, and it's in the book of 1 Samuel. There's the famous story of David and Goliath. Y'all remember that story? If you haven't read it lately, you want to grab your Bible and pick up 1 Samuel and read. The stories are so exciting and so um, so much truth to learn from the stories in the book of 1 Samuel. You know, Samuel was the last of the 12 judges. Remember the book of Judges? And God sent judges to deliver the people when they went into rebellion and were overwhelmed by their enemies. And God would raise up a judge, and Samuel was the last of them. He was a miraculous little boy who grew into a, a, a great man that served God greatly. So, um, first Samuel, by his name, and we have the beginning of the king. So we have King Saul, and then we have King David. So, um, but before David became king, he has that famous battle where he fights the giant Goliath. Now, uh, if you haven't already read it, I won't take the time to read the whole chapter, but I hope you'll grab your Bible and read 1 Samuel chapter 17 sometime today before you go to bed. Maybe that'll be the last thing you do tonight. But just to refresh your memory. But as you're reading, I just want to point out some of the earmarks of David's enemy because it's so um, universal, really. Satan and his ways, the way he uh, approaches uh, us because he is our enemy, the things that he does, the strategies that he uses, the intimidation, all those things, uh, they're just so telling. So I kind of made a list of some of the earmarks of the enemy that were illustrated in Goliath, and I thought I would just share those with you, and then tomorrow we're going to look at something that's on the flip side of that I think that we'll all enjoy. So in First uh, Samuel chapter 17, I made a list of earmarks of the enemy, and the first one I put down was the enemy taunts. And you'll see that in chapter 17, verse 8, because that's what Goliath, Goliath did. He came out and taunted um, God's people. And, uh, you know, he felt very strong and powerful, and they were, they were trembling in their boots, so that just encouraged him all the more. But um, he taunts. So this is one of the things that the enemy does. That's not, that didn't go away with Goliath. That's still part of our world today. Our enemy, Satan, and the culture that hates us will taunt us. Now, just to remind ourselves, what is a taunt? A taunt is a remark that is made in order to anger, wound, or provoke. Now, uh, within the Christian culture, I hope that's not said among us that we taunt one another or that we taunt um, the people that are on the uh, outside Christianity that we should be winning to the Lord. But that is an earmark of the enemy. He taunts. Another thing that the enemy does is he defies God. He's been doing that since the Garden of Eden. So whether our enemy, we know our enemy is Satan, but it's also um, the culture that we're living in today. So uh, the culture that we're living in today does defy God. Another thing he does is he struts. Arrogance is always an earmark of the enemy. You'll find that in chapter 17, verse 16. Um, it just, it makes me stop and think the clear contrast between how the godly should live their lives and, and who God is. God doesn't strike. You know what? God could if he wanted to. He's more powerful. He's the most powerful, but he would never do that. Satan isn't the most powerful, but he struts. And very often the people that make a big show who like to think that they're the most powerful, they really aren't. It's just a show. But anyway, the enemy struts. The other thing he does is he sneers, looks down at others, and I hope that's never said of us as Christians that we sneer at others. That's never appropriate in any situation. 
but definitely that's what the enemy does. He sneers at others. And then in chapter 17, verse 43, he curses. He curses at David. Um, he's so insulted that this boy would come and fight him that he's cursing him. And that's in chapter 17, verse 43. Now, when David stood up to him, and I hope you'll go read this because there's so many powerful uh, descriptions of how David was not fearful and he just, he ran toward the enemy. He didn't run away. He didn't run and hide like everybody else was doing in their army before that, but he went toward the enemy. And when he, after he encountered the enemy, you know what then what the earmark of the enemy is? The enemy ran. In chapter 18, verse 51, after that, that's over and, and Goliath is defeated, all of that army ran. They ran. And you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of a verse in the book of James. Now, James was the half-brother of Jesus, and um, it's a short little epistle in the New Testament. And the, the theme of James is, um, if you have true faith, you can demonstrate it with your works. And, or, or if you were to the flip side of that, if you were to pull out the textbook, it'll probably say that the theme of James is faith without works is dead. So true faith is going to manifest itself in the way we live our life. But, and that's the theme of the book. But in James chapter 4, verse 7, there's a really famous verse. If you haven't already committed it to memory, you should. It's really simple. It's one sentence. But, you know, when we memorize these short little verses, when we're in, a, in the middle of a conflict and we're dealing with Satan, it's good to quote verses. Because if you remember when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he quoted scripture. So there's a lot of scripture that's important to commit to memory. This is simple and it's powerful. And I hope you'll do that. Because in James 4, 7, he tells us, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You want the enemy to run away from you? Resist him. He's just a lot of hot air. He's not. Our God is more powerful than Satan. And is he doing horrible things? Yes, but our God is more powerful. And God in us is stronger than the enemy. And we need to resist him. And when we do resist him, he'll run away. He's a coward. He'll run away. So I hope you'll remember that today. Whatever whatever the enemy is thrown at you today you resist him you resist him he'll run he will he will run away if we rely on the holy spirit to guide us through whatever battles we're in we will see victory and we will see the enemy run away so i hope that encourages your heart today whatever you're uh, dealing with and let, let's have a word of prayer before we go oh father i'm so thankful that you are more powerful than any enemy and most especially you are more powerful than satan who is your enemy and you're going to win and we know you are father and as we're living this life in this difficult place that seems to be um, being run by the enemy i just pray that you would fill us and be in us and be strong in us and that you would work in and through us so that we would resist satan as he comes and he taunts us and he ridicules us and he sneers at us and he tries to intimidate us lord Help us like David to stand strong and courageous against the enemy and help us to resist him so that he will run away. And we'll give you the glory and the honor. We're just flesh and blood, but with you indwelling us, Father, we are more powerful than this enemy. And Father, for all those that are watching or listening today, we know that they're facing battles. I don't know what each and every one are, but Father, I'm so thankful that you do. You know whatever the particular situation is that each and every person is fighting today and encountering. You know what we're going to encounter before we even get there. And I just pray, Father, that you would help us to be strong and courageous as we go through our day today. Help us to remember how much you love us and how strong you are. 
and how wonderful your kingdom is. And we'll give you all the praise and the glory and honor for the victories that we see. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you, hope you have a wonderful day. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about something that's going to be really encouraging, I think, to your heart. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you soon. So take care. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.